Hello, hello, and welcome to another session with me, your host, Dr. Zakiria Sunshine. It is another wonderful, beautiful day. Oh, a great day to be alive, a great day to be in the land of the living. And if you're watching this live or on the replay, I am so happy and grateful for you. And so today, as we continue to read the book, Holistic Wealth, and discuss it, and I'll gift it tomorrow on Thursday. You know, as I read it over the weekend and I'm really getting into the points, there's one section of it that speaks to the whole matter of physical and spiritual nourishment. That's part three of the book. And there's a section here that was quoted from um, Bridget Buckley's The Gift of Crisis. And I've taken, there's more than five, but I want to discuss five of them with you. That if you're going through a crisis situation in a difficult period, that you can be able to realize that in the midst of challenges, we can find gifts, we can find treasures in the midst of the storms that surround us in life. Now, if you want to be able to win this book, Tomorrow, all you have to do is go to breakfastandabook.com where you can subscribe to our weekly summary newsletter and you will be having a chance to win this book tomorrow. So, crisis, things that disrupt us and disturb us, things that sometimes shock us. Is it a marriage gone wrong that just cannot be mended? It is, a, is it a job that's lost that... Um, you know, and it might be in a very negative feeling. Is it the loss of a loved one? Is it just going through physical ailment, sickness, whatever it is? Sometimes we find ourselves in crisis situation. Is it COVID-19, you know? It can be very disruptive, but I want to say to you that there are five things that I can share with you you can find as treasures as you go through these difficult situations. Let's go straight to them with number one. Before we go, as usual, <laughs> it's breakfast and a book. So I want to highlight with you a smoothie that my son made this morning. For those who are seeing the picture, it's a green smoothie with granite smith apple. He put a bit of orange in it, avocado, kale, banana, chia seed, flax seed, blend it all up, and mm, 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 it was amazing. So let's go to number one. What it is that you can find as gifts in times of crisis. Guess what? The first thing is the emergence of new possibilities. Yes, in a crisis, whether it is the loss of a loved one, a marriage gone wrong, the death of a, of a loved one, um, or a job loss, whatever crisis that you're going through, you can know and realize that there are new possibilities. And when I talk of new possibilities, let's look at a job loss, for example. Is it time for you to really do what you love and find your purpose in life? Is it time for you to stop just doing those mundane things that you did over and over again in a job 
and really start to do the things that give you passion and purpose and pride, the things that are just innate within you. And I was sharing with a friend yesterday that sometimes our passion, our purpose lies in our past, in our stories, in the, the path that we have tread before that brings us to the present moment. There are so many possibilities around you. There are so many unique things that are coming up, even in the midst of COVID, even in the midst of the pandemic, even in the midst of you losing a loved one, even in the midst of you losing a job or any ailment that you might have physically, you can find and you can see new possibilities emerging. Yes. Some industries are dying, some are dead, right? But then you have emerging industries. Might it be that you can find something to change somebody else's life that lifts you up, that gives you fire, even in the midst of this crisis? So we move on to number two. Number two, the gift that you can find is that you can finally realize that you are responsible for the energy, beliefs, and perspectives that we bring to all situations. Oh, oh, oh I remember when I was going through counseling, my counselor said something to me, and for me, who's very analytical, the figures kind of person, it really never, I never got it. <laughs> until I really meditated on what she said and I started reading books about it. But listen to this. The fact is that between every action and reaction is a pause. Come on now. Between every action and reaction is a pause for you to choose. Think and choose how it is that you want to react to that action. How can we put it in the situation of crisis or a painful situation? The reality is you can own up the fact that you and you alone are responsible for any energy, any action, any emotion, any feeling that you give to somebody else's action. How did that change my life? It's because I realize I don't have to be a victim to the circumstances of life. I don't have to be a victim to other people's attitude, emotions, and actions. I can choose to bring energy into every situation and positive energy into every and any situation. It is my choice. I can choose how to respond to any crisis. I can choose to have a different perspective on the most negative things that happen in life I can choose. If you've ever listened or even watched those movies that have, um, you know, like there's an accident that happened 
and there are three, four different persons looking at the accident or who were at the scene of the accident. But when they were interviewed, all of them saw something different. All of them had different experiences. It's the same thing with life and crisis situations. The fact is that you can choose the perspective that you bring in time of crisis. So if it's the loss of a loved one, you can choose what are you going to take away from that situation? Are you just going to mourn the fact they're not no longer here? Or are you going to look at their life? Are you going to look at the example that they brought in this world and the treasure, the moments that you had together and choose to hold on to the positive things? Whether it's the loss of a job, are you going to just mourn over it? Or are you going to pause to say, these are the skills that I learned and these are the skills that I can transfer into my own business, into my own venture or into the next opportunity. You have, we have, I have the ability and the opportunity, more so the responsibility to choose the energy. Am I going to operate from a place of fear or will I choose to operate from a place of love? How will I choose to operate? You too can choose to have gifts and treasures in times of crisis. All right, we move on to number three. And number three, the gift. How another gift that we can find is letting go of deep attachments to specific outcomes. <laughs> in time of crisis, we can find the gift that it's okay to be uncertain. It's okay to be happy in times of uncertainty. It's okay to not know. It's okay because I was listening to Peter Sage. He's one of the individuals who I think is really good at self-mastery and teaching others how to master self. And one of the things he speaks about is the whole matter of uncertainty. That when we get comfortable being and living with the uncertainties, it's one of the greatest gifts that we can give to ourselves. Because sometimes we hold on to situations, to jobs and positions and friends and relationships, all because of the deep attachment we have to the certainty of that job, the certainty of that paycheck, the certainty of what? Knowing that this person who is cruel, who is abusive, we're certain of that, and we, we, we trick our brains to think that, hey, at least I know the level of cruelty that this person is, is going to bring, or this position or situation is going to bring, and I'm certain of it, so I'm going to keep in this situation, even though I know I'm not happy, even though I know I'm miserable, even though I know it's wrong. But a lot of times we keep in these situations because of our deep attachment to certainty. But you know what? Guess what crisis does? Crisis situations 
hit us. And those things that we thought for certain, like a job, like a marriage, like a relationship, like friendships, like anything at all that we were certain, certain, certain would be there, disappears. It's no longer there. And instead of mourning and trying to find another situation where we are certain of the outcome, why not let go? Just decide that it's okay. It's okay to not be certain or not have certainty in your life. Woo! Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I know it's difficult to wrap you. Sometimes it, it, it was difficult for me to wrap my brain around that. Like, I can be okay not knowing the outcome, not knowing. I can be okay. And if you look at entrepreneurship and business ownership, it's uncertain. You don't know where you're going to get your next client from, your next business partner from, your next. Um, sale from but it's okay and that's what I love about the process of self-mastery is because when you decide now to just be mm, and to be in the moment uh, and to enjoy life as is and to be happy in the now no matter what then you know what the law of vibration and attraction works a lot of times people talk about the law of attraction in drawing others to you but first you have to be you have to be okay with who you are you have to be happy with who you are right here and now and then that which you long for doesn't come hard anymore having fulfilling relationships doesn't come hard anymore having clients come to you it's not hard. You're not tracing after or going after the things that really make you happy. The things that really make you want to dance and sing and shout. It will happen. It's a gift that crisis gives to us because it helps us to know that we can let go of our need to be certain. All you need to be each day for me, I get up with two intentions. How can I learn and how can I contribute? How can I learn and how can I contribute? How can I learn and grow, then give? And this is what Breakfast and the book is all about, right? Learning, discussing, but at the end of the day, being able to give a queen a book, a simple book, but somehow hoping that this queen will find will find a gem in that book that can change and transform their lives. This is why I do what I do. This is why I come on each day because I'm learning and I want to share and pour into somebody else who can, if you can just take one thing, one thing and run with it and decide to apply it to your life, then my time with you is well, well worth it. All right, let's go on to number four. Number four is another gift that we can find in times of crisis, in times when our world is turned upside down, is the importance of conscious decision making 
with clear intentions and integrity. Yes, we make so many decisions each day, but a lot of times we are not even consciously making those decisions, right? But when a crisis situation hits our lives, we get to realize that it is not okay for us to be sailing in the wind, going to and fro with everybody who comes around us. We just take on their perspective of the world or we allow their negativity to impact us. We can be in a place where we now know and understand that we can make conscious decisions and have clear intentions. Like, what do you want for your life? What makes you happy? Not your mother, not your father, not your child, not society, not the church, not your friends, but what makes you happy? Have you really stopped to just consider what happiness means to you? What makes you happy? And decide with intention, not just with intention, but with integrity. Like there's certain things that I've decided that is basic to my value system. And that is love. If I can't do something from a place of love, then I'm not going to do it at all. I don't care if it's going to give me a million dollars. I don't want it. It's okay. Take it and go. <laughs> right? Love. I've also decided that when I'm getting what I'm getting, I'm not going to step on others to get there. No. If I have to step on you in order to get where I'm going, then no. It's okay. I don't want it. it mm -mm. If I have to belittle somebody else in order to feel good about myself, then no, no, no. I don't care if you're giving me $10 million. I don't want it. Go ahead. It's okay. Hello. It's okay. Because you have to have integrity with who you are. Now, when you start doing certain things from a place of integrity, that doesn't mean that everybody else is going to agree with it. But another thing that I've built, foundation that I'm building my life on, is that the good opinion of others trying to please everybody is not in alignment with who I am. Who I am is a girl, a queen, that is going to be filled with love, joy, peace, and gratitude, that's going to do things from a place of love, but understand that I'm not for everybody. <laughs> you see, that's a problem. A lot of times we go around thinking that we should sell to everybody, that everybody should be our friends, that everybody, no! Because you have to make conscious decisions that not everybody is vibrating at the level that you're vibrating, so not everybody should be in the space that you are. And love yourself enough to know that. Love yourself to understand that not everybody is going to be liking you. And be fine with it. Don't try to convince people to love you. No, love yourself. Love others. But if you're trying to convince people to love you, it ain't worth it. Those who will love you and should love you will. Because you'll be on the same frequency that it's not going to be hard for people to 
to really vibrate at that level with you. But sometimes we find we try so hard to please people, but when a crisis happens, it 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 helps us to pause and think that hey, some of the people that I was trying to please all along. Some of the people that I thought I was putting out all my effort and energy to please them, and I thought they liked me, and I was doing things because of people. When a crisis hit, then you can really tell the difference between friends, between like true friends, and those who were just like leeches. <laughs> Am I talking too strong now? I am just going to say it. And guess what? Sometimes the crisis have to happen for people who are just leeching on you to drop off because they're not going to stay when the crisis happens. They're not going to stay around when you lose your job. They're not going to stay around when you lose your family. They're not going to stay around. They're going to They're the naysayers. The books speak about it. They're the naysayers. They're not going to stay around. And the crisis need to happen for you to intentionally make decisions that you don't have to be friends with everybody that everybody doesn't have to like you that everybody sh you shouldn't even care about the good opinion of others have whether they like your hair whether they like your hand your skin your mouth your nose whatever it doesn't matter love you love people but just understand that everybody ain't gonna love you and that's fine <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's quite okay. And that's what crisis can do, though. It can help us to realize that it's okay not to be loved by anyone. And my son is waiting, giving me the hip, waiting for me to say, my son is here to say hi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay, my son is ready for his lunch. <laughs> I'm at number four. I'm coming. Let's go to number five. Number five is trusting the nonlinear path and process of life. We went to school and somehow in our minds is that there was a straight line to success, right? And so what, what does it look like, especially for us as women? Women, hey, we should finish school. We should get a good job. We should marry um have a home acquire a car then we have kids and then you know we're gonna stay in that job or get promoted and then we're gonna retire and everything is hunky-dory and fine <laughs> and then life doesn't happen that way and it shocks us it brings us in a case of crisis because we might have gone to school or in high school we got pregnant so we had a child right so that that shocks us or we got married, but the marriage didn't last. So that shocks us. That's a crisis. Or somebody dies. Something happened. And it, it, it helps us to realize that, hey, this part that others was that, that society and school taught me, I'm not heading down that path. But does that mean that you can't be successful? Does it mean that you are not going to be successful? No, it does not. It simply means that you can trust that whatever is happening to you right now, whatever is happening that is shocking your system, that it's another roadblock. And you know, the Bible speak of it. It's not the path is, is, is going to um, be bumpy. 
right? He says, take up your cross and follow me. It's going to be bumpy. But guess what? It still can lead to success and to your final destination. So do not worry. Sometimes when things bad things happen in life, good can come out of bad. Wonderful gifts can come out of the bad circumstances of your life. And I want to just pour into you and let you know that if you are going through a difficult situation right now, take the time to find the gifts. Take the time to transform your mind and transform your life and to stop living life on other people's terms, but to live the life that you want. Find purpose. Turn the pain of an abuse. Turn the pain of a divorce. Turn the pain of a job loss, turn the pain of death, turn the pain of sickness into purpose and tell your story because there's somebody out there who, I they won't listen to me for whatever reason. But when you tell your story, there are persons out there that will listen to you and only you and your story and your life and your voice and your way of being can touch that person. So I want to encourage you, as I summarize the five gifts of a crisis, is that one, there are new possibilities. Oh, there are opportunities out there waiting for you to open your eyes and see them. Two, is that you can now decide to be responsible for your energies, for your belief, and for the perspective that you bring to the situation, to any situation. Let go of the negative. Let go of the fear. Let go of the failure. Let go of that which does not serve you and step into a realm and a reality where you can be a blessing to others, where you know that you are enough, where you know that you are loved, you are loving, you are a queen, you are a king, where you know that you can show up in this world as someone who has something to offer because, yes, you do. You have something to offer. The bad things that have happened are lessons for you to learn so you can go and tell somebody else that they too can make it. They too can persevere and push through. They too can find purpose in the pain. Number three is letting go of deep attachment to specific outcomes. It's okay if you're uncertain. It's okay all you have is right now enjoy it <laughs> number four is the importance of conscious decision making with clear intentions and integrity and number five is trusting the nonlinear path and process of life yes you have you are on a pause but there's still progress it's not perfection but progress over perfection that counts so I encourage you to, if you have not yet done so, feel free to go to our weekly um, newsletter and sign up at Breakfast and a Book. I am going to be gifting this book at the end of the week. Actually, tomorrow I'll be doing the grand prize draw live for this book. And you, if you are a queen, can enter in in order to get this book. And I am all over the place. I am on Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn. YouTube at Sakira Sunshine, your one and only. Sending you love, joy, peace, and gratitude. And I just want you to know that your future is not just bright, it's amazing, it's wonderful, 
you will transform, you will turn paid into purpose. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.